Welcome to Black in Time, the brand new podcast bringing you the bits of Black British history that you probably weren't taught in school. Join us each week as we go back in time and explore what happened on that day in history. In today's episode, we're looking at events that happened in the week commencing November 30th. On November 30th, 2016, Cecile Amike's Aki and Saltfish was broadcast on BBC Three. Aki and Saltfish was Amike's first narrative short film. It debuted on YouTube in 2015 and followed two friends as they travelled around East London looking for the titular Caribbean dish. Following the success of the short, it was developed into a web series before being commissioned for BBC Three. Based on Amike's personal experiences, Aki and Saltfish touched on topics such as race, pop culture and gentrification. In addition to Aki and Saltfish, Amike is known for strolling, a documentary series dedicated to capturing and sharing intra-communal discussions within the global black diaspora. Each episode of Strolling centred around the ruminations of a young black person as they walked through the city in which they lived. The series began in London before expanding into other cities around the world, such as Paris, Milan and Kingston. On December 1st, 2018, the plane Nine Night made its West End debut. In the process, Natasha Gordon made history as the first black British female playwright to have a play staged in the West End. Nine Night centres around a family as they navigate the Caribbean funerary tradition following the death of the family matriarch. Having spent over 20 years working as an actress, Nine Night was the first play written by Gordon. Prior to transferring to Trafalgar Studios on London's West End, Nine Night had a sold-out run at the National Theatre. It received rave reviews and Gordon won the Charles Winter Award for Most Promising Playwright at the Evening Standard Theatre Awards that year. On December 2nd, 2018, Paul Trouble Anderson, one of London's DJ giants and a founding member of KISS FM, died aged 59. Anderson first made a name for himself as one of London's best dancers before taking up a residency as a DJ at Crackers Nightclub in Soho. Through his funk and soul mixes, he developed a cult-like following and was among the first wave of big-name DJs in Europe throughout the 80s and 90s. As well as Crackers, Anderson regularly played at Electric Ballroom, Ronnie Scott's, Global Village and Kisses in Peckham. In the 1980s, he launched the Trouble Funk sound system, which served as a key influence for the likes of Soul to Soul and DJ Norman Jay. In 1985, Anderson was a founding DJ at pirate radio station Kiss FM, where he stayed for 13 years, initially ruling the Saturday night 9 to 11pm slot. One of the first people to really get into the London house scene, he championed house music both on and off the airwaves. On December 3rd, 1964, Malcolm X spoke in a debate at the Oxford Union in what was to be one of his last public appearances. A few days before Malcolm X arrived in Oxford, a group of students released a report showing that more than half of landladies in the city refused to accept students of colour. Despite the university having an official policy of non-discrimination, the fact that landladies turned down applicants of colour had long been an issue. The publishing of the report, combined with Malcolm X's visit, brought the matter to public attention and helped to support the nationwide fight against the colour bar in British housing. Malcolm X was invited to speak at the Oxford Union by the then President Eric Abrahams, a Jamaican-born Rhodes Scholar and Pan-Africanist. During the debate, he argued in favour of the motion that read, extremism in the defence of liberty is no vice, moderation in the pursuit of justice is no virtue. 
After his speech, Abraham said, I have never been as sorry for a man as I was for Humphrey Berkeley that night because, I mean, he, Malcolm X, just tore him up. On December 4th, 2013, Emmanuel McDonald Bailey, once Britain's leading sprinter, died aged 92. Born in southern Trinidad, Macdonald Bailey left for England in the 1940s during the Second World War. He represented Great Britain at the 1948 Olympics. He was considered to be among the holy trinity of post-war British athletics, along with Sir Roger Bannister and Arthur Wint. At these Olympics, Macdonald Bailey became the first Trinidadian to qualify for an Olympic final in the 100 metres. Due to injury and illness, he finished in sixth place. In 1951, Macdonald Bailey became the first and only sprinter from Trinidad and Tobago to hold a world record in the 100 metres, running the leading time of 10.2 seconds in Belgrade. He held this world record jointly with Jesse Owens until 1956. At the 1952 Olympics in Helsinki, Macdonald Bailey was the gold medal favourite in both the 100 and 200 metres, coming away with a bronze in the 100. He retired from athletics in 1953 and had a short-lived career as a rugby player. He returned to the West Indies in 1954 and coached Trinidad and Tobago to medal success at the Tokyo Olympics in 1964. On December 5th, 2017, Lebena Himid made history as the first black woman and oldest person to win the Turner Prize. The win, described as long overdue, came after more than three decades of compelling work focusing on colonial history, racism and institutional invisibility. Amongst Himid's Turner Prize exhibition were some of her most famous works from the 1980s up to the present day. Works included her 1987 piece, A Fashionable Marriage, which attracted much acclaim for its satirical reimagining of Hogarth's Marriage a la Mode. In place of 18th century nobility, Himid depicted Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher in an entanglement. Another installation, Naming the Money, consisted of 100 life-size wooden cutouts representing enslaved people and servants in the royal courts of 18th century Europe. The Turner Prize was presented to Himid by the artist and DJ Goldie in a ceremony that was televised by the BBC. Following her win, she thanked those whose encouragement spurred her on throughout her career describing the support as sustenance in her wilderness years. On December 6th, 1964, Martin Luther King Jr. gave the Evensong Address at St Paul's Cathedral. The address was titled The Three Dimensions of a Complete Life and was a variation of a sermon King first preached 10 years earlier in Montgomery, Alabama. Following his sermon, King gave a press conference in the cathedral's chapter house where he supported the push for greater equality in the UK. He was quoted as saying that immigration laws based on the colour of one's skin were totally contrary to the laws of God and with the trends of the 20th century. He also drew parallels between discrimination in the US and UK, noting that if the nation was to prosper in spirit and in truth, education, housing and employment needed to be fairer for all. It was on this visit to England that King met with Dame Joyce Barrow and other key anti-racist activists who were instrumental in the foundations of the 1968 Race Relations Act. You've been listening to Black in Time. If you'd like to learn more about the topics discussed in today's show, check out the show notes. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and share with a friend. Until next time.